0: conversation with Jonathan Uh, he asked me to teach and um on governmental intercession and um it's just a fascinating learning curve that I've been in um I have known the Lord over 30 years I've always been in prayer ministry that's pretty much uh the the main part of my life although I love missions and I do a lot of other things but everything has been about prayer um a couple of years ago, um, the Lord really began to get my attention um, in some ways that He had not in the past, and um, at, you know, the year in as the years were going on, I was involved in like um, house of prayer ministries and things like that, which I still love to this day and I still do. But the Lord began to say something to me. He said, "Annette, you need to start paying attention to what's happening at a governmental level," and I I honestly, for maybe some time, maybe even for a couple of years, maybe I think I maybe even ignored it. I was like, Lord, that's like a whole big thing that I don't understand. It's like, and I am so busy, you know, really all the excuses, shame to the Lord, but I was working in full-time ministry at the time, working at my church. I was just, hey, I'm busy. And it's like, Lord, I don't know that I can you know, give the time and the effort to understanding what's happening governmentally. Um, but the Lord didn't let up and he's like, Annette, this is where I am moving you. And as time went on, I left my position and my husband and I purposely moved to our state capital. And I, we moved here to Concord, New Hampshire. And um, anybody who knows me has heard me say, I have been on the craziest um, like roller coaster of, of a learning curve because the Lord has had to teach me so much that I just didn't know. Um, I love to pray. I I understand the power of prayer. But the Lord began to say something to me, and He began to say to me that the intercessors today, intercessors across the world, have got to understand where the front line is and um the lord will often use wartime things with us as intercessors so think about that uh world war ii you know you they won the war because they knew where the front line was if you can't be fighting a battle and be on the wrong front you've got to be on the right front so i gave the lord my yes and so what i want to share tonight is really what the Lord has taught me. Um, You can get a ton of teachings everywhere I do. I have to study and learn and read as much as I can to really understand what governmental intercession is, but um, a couple things I want to be able to give to you tonight. So, first of all, um, governmental intercession is way more than just praying for political leaders. It's way more than just praying for our president or our civic governments you know it's it's much much bigger than that um secondly governmental intercession is actually releasing the government of god in every sphere and as time has gone on even now are you seeing some things surely you are that i'm seeing Every person that rules over us it actually is a government over us aren't they 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 hold a level of authority so the lord began to say and that this is bigger than just praying for the president or for your pieces of legislation in your state house and that you need to understand that governmental prayer needs to be released across the board every sphere of your culture um I wanna also, if I have time, to give you um, two things that I think are super important for effectual governmental intercession. I have one last thing I might talk about if I can get there. If I can't, I'm gonna leave it out, but. So, what is governmental intercession? Here's my definition. It is releasing the government of God and the kingdom of God into our culture through prayer but also through preaching and demonstration and that's something that the lord is really teaching me that see you guys you all know i'm 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 looking at all your faces the government of god is in me isn't it god lives in me i carry i carry jesus in me so the idea that the government of god or the kingdom of god in me and where I go out into my culture, I am now bringing the kingdom of God. I am releasing the government of God. And I'll talk more about that in a minute. Again, it's um, way more than just praying for our legislators. It's praying for every person that has rulership or influence over us. Every person. Think about what people are going through today. Doctors, nurses are coming to the forefront of a sphere of people that have leadership and rulership and influence over our culture. Think today of all the places where all of a sudden people are coming up to the forefront and exerting influence over us as we're in this quarantine time. Doesn't it make sense that we've got to understand that governmental intercession is so much bigger? than just our president or our governor or our legislators governmental intercession is declaring and decreeing that the kingdom of god the lordship the rulership of god will be released on the earth his kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven um we know um it says in um acts twenty eight thirty one. Um, It says that uh, Paul preaching the kingdom of God and teaching the things which concern the Lord Jesus Christ. That's what we do as well. Everywhere the Apostle Paul went, he was releasing the kingdom because of what he carried. And so do you and so do I. And we know it says about Jesus that he went about preaching and demonstrating the kingdom. Luke 17, 12 says, indeed, the kingdom of God is within you. So you and I, as we move about our cities, our towns, our, our even within our family, we have this uh, privilege of releasing the kingdom, releasing the government of God everywhere we are. So again, you can see it's so much bigger than maybe what I thought it was when the Lord first called me here. Um, I want to just break down a couple things. Um, you know, what do I mean by government? Well, most obviously, we think of our governing bodies today. We think of Washington, DC. We think of our state houses. Um, we think of that framework that exhibits um, a political direction and control over us. And boy, are we seeing that today, aren't we? That definition is coming to the forefront where we're watching people take a level of um, authority that maybe they don't really have and exerting it over the people. So we're beginning to see how people who have influence can release something good or they can release something bad, right? Government is really the framework. from from which we all live, right? So government by its nature is good. Nature, uh, government is good and God meant for government to be good. So what's happening when government goes bad? When all of a sudden we're not living in a culture that is blessing the people or prospering the people or seeing the people, um, rejoicing as the word says, what happens when we're watching a government, um, that is oppressive? Um, you know, one of the, um, you know, the, the definitions that I really never thought I would have to look up, but, you know, you know, the word that we're all hearing now, this, um, draconian, draconian government, like, what did that even mean that we are now living in a government where they could exert evil over us here in America? Like a draconian government? What is that? Like, that was a new word for me because I never imagined that we could live in a time where we would have government people over us that maybe aren't looking out for my good. Let's, wow. I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe that's naive on my part. But I think that that's, that's the reality of how I've been feeling during this time. And it's been um, drilling home the thought of why governmental intercession is so important. So I want to just give you a couple, just some things to think about. Every part of our, our government, every, take every, any part of it, um, the, the purpose of government, For example, it's to maintain um, domestic law and order. But what happens when we have corrupt police or corrupt lawyers? The government that was once meant to protect and defend us now becomes a government that will hurt us. What about um, administration of justice and the protection? What about our civil liberties or religious liberties? What if all of a sudden those things the people who oversee those things are now uh, not working on behalf of the people. Now, all of a sudden, we're seeing why governmental intercession is so important, because we need to be praying for every person who has authority over us. Our doctors, our nurses, our teachers, um, people, people in every sphere of government, not just the highest places. So governmental intercession, in my mind, is now being released. I now am beginning to pray for anybody who has authority over me because of the framework of government that we live in here in America. Government is good. God meant it to be good. It provides the overarching covering of our lives. Good government um, is responsible for the peace within the walls of which we live. And it allows us to live quiet and peaceable lives. So, uh, 1 Timothy 2, I'm not going to take the time to read it because I don't want to go over my time here, but it's the portion of scripture where most intercessors know 1 Timothy 2, 1 through 4. It talks about, you know, to pray always. It says, for kings, but it says, and all who are in authority, that we may lead quiet and peaceable lives in all godliness, in reverence, for this is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior, who desires all men to be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. I think this scripture has come to light for me more now than ever before we need to be praying every aspect of our lives and i think right now we're living in a world i know this is not true for much of the world i've had the privilege of traveling to many many nations i've seen with my own eyes the way they've lived those things the tyranny the oppression the slavery the communism that they live under but for an american it's kind of shocking I don't know is it shocking for you guys it's uh, it's shocking for me to think what's happening to our culture right now. So here's the thought and I want to just try to bring this around. God tells us to be praying for everyone, right? It's his heart that none would perish but all come into repentance. Because those people, this harvest that's going to be coming in, they are our neighbors they will then be our policemen they're our shop owners they're our hairdressers does that make sense the harvest that we're wanting to come in and we're all believing for is yes we want to see people saved for eternity but there's something bigger there when the harvest comes in they now will also be linking arms with us to be releasing the kingdom of God and the government of God in our cities, in our schools, in my state house, uh, in my downtown main street. See, because we are shocked as Americans, I still get shocked that somebody would rip me off or steal from me or lie to me. Like really, like I can't believe you would do that. But they're not living the way we're living. They they don't know the word of God. So, what's happening is when the harvest comes in, we're gonna see our culture change because many, many, many people will be releasing the government and the kingdom of God wherever they are. So, I think for government to work, we need rulers, leaders, and citizens who live by the word of God. See, because when I got saved 30-something years ago, he changed my heart. All of a sudden, I began to say, I'm going to live by the scriptures. I want my life to reflect the word of God. And that's better for all of you, isn't it? Well, now you know I'm, if I'm your neighbor, I'm going to be a better neighbor. If I'm going to be downtown in my local whatever, I'm going to be a better citizen because I live by the word of God. That is governmental intercession. Couple thoughts. If we live by the Ten Commandments, people want to throw those out today. But look, you know, the first four of the Ten Commandments are how to love God, the last six are how to love each other. Wouldn't you want a neighbor, a family member, a teacher that loves God and is going to give their lives to treating people around them well with kindness? Um, Honestly, all those other kinds of things that we would um, release because the word of God is in us. What about us living by the golden rule? You know, Matthew 7:12, do unto others as they would have them do unto you. Isn't that a good way to live? Governmental intercession is so much more. It's than praying for President Trump, which we do. But you know what? I am learning in this hour, this coronavirus hour, that to pray for every single policeman, every single first responder like never before because they need, if they don't know the Lord, they need the Lord. Um, Jesus says in John 15, 12, it says, this is my commandment that you love one another as I have loved you. That living like that, is releasing the kingdom of god and the government of god does that make sense yes you know again you know what's so shocking for us i think um is to have like corrupt judges or um you know even even people in the church even priests or or pastors that are we find out that they're they're in sin and i think I don't know about you, but i still like, what, like, oh my gosh, that's terrible. Because there is still an expectation in our hearts that people are going to do the right thing. And when they don't, we're still surprised by it. I am anyway. I'm still like, wow, I can't believe they didn't do the right thing. But that's going to come when we're praying for people. When we're praying for the harvest to come in, when these people get saved and come into the revelation of the Word of God, they're going to begin to be amazing uh, instruments used by God in our culture and in our society. So, why um, should the church be praying for government and all those who rule over us? Because good government, good leaders, servant leaders. um, You know, they're the ones that are ruling over us and they will be the ones that will make for a civil and a peaceful society. Two scriptures, Exodus 18, 21 says, "'Moreover, you shall select from all the people able men, such men as fear God, men of truth, hating covetedness, and place them to be rulers over the people and proverbs 29 2 says when the righteous are in authority the people rejoice but when a wicked man rules the people groan and aren't we seeing that aren't we seeing that in this hour so for the sake of time i want to go quickly to two things two things that i know that i've wanted to um to just get a hold of in my own life that I think make for for, um, effectual governmental intercessors. One of them, the fear of the Lord. The fear of the Lord above all else, if I had to encapsulate it as quickly as I can, it's being obedient to the word of God. Almost every scripture that talks about the fear of the Lord is talking about being obedient to the word of God. So when I'm walking in obedience, and I'm moving about my city, and I'm moving about my workplace, for example, or let's just say a teacher's working um, at her school, or the policeman downtown, or the nurse in the hospital, if we're walking as sons and daughters in the fear of the Lord, we're going to do the right thing, because that's what the fear of the Lord is. And I'm not going to take time to go through all those scriptures. I don't really have time But take a look when you have a minute, Um, Ecclesiastes 12, 13, Psalm 111, verse 10, Proverbs 15, 33, uh, Proverbs 1, 7, and and several others. Um, But it's all about fearing the Lord and walking in obedience to him. It's so important as an intercessor because it leads to this next thing because we walk in the fear of the Lord, we will have kingdom authority. When I walk pleasing before the Lord in obedience to his word, the best that I can, I'm not perfect, but the best that I can, my authority level is sky high, right? I can begin to say, wait a minute, God, your word says and declare and decree those things. If I'm looking in my my sphere, And there are things that I'm seeing that don't light up with the word. I have the authority, the kingdom authority, to pray into that thing. So kingdom authority, just a couple quick scriptures before I have to end. Matthew 16, 18 and 19. Every intercessor knows this word. And I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. What you bind on earth will be bound. in heaven and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven so as I walk in obedience to the Lord in the fear of the Lord I now will walk in the authority of the Lord to release the kingdom of God the government of God and I will use my keys of authority to pray release those things that i see in my spirit say that is not godly that is not how god would have that to be when i see sickness no 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 sickness is not the lord he does not want us to well exhort exert your authority then over that thing and then also my life scripture isaiah twenty two twenty two, 22, 22 um, the key of the house of david i will lay on his shoulder So he shall open, and no one shall shut, and he shall shut, and no one will open. Um, Good government will always promote the gospel. Bad government will always shut it down. So that's why we need to expand our definition of governmental intercession and begin to apply it to every sphere way past just our state house in Washington, D.C. Amen?